0: yoga podcast so thank you for being here to start this thanks for having me and, it and we have and we have a nice kind of um, celestial powers to this retreat with the Chinese New Year kicking off and the Valentine's day on Sunday so this weekend has this vibration also a new moon starting tomorrow so all this new beginnings uh, begin our journey for a retreat on how to fall in love with ourselves. Sounds good. So, right? So Why don't you give us a little words about what you're hoping for? What is exciting for you for this retreat? Um, well, um,
1: just hoping these weird COVID times to Um, well, I can use this retreat because these weird COVID times I find it very difficult to, um, to keeping up the social distance, which is in Holland. And, um, um, I'm doing a Shtanga practice every morning and I had trouble, as you know, with um, my back and sacrum. So, I find it double uh, challenging. Mm. And so, I look forward to this weekend just to do some yoga and meditations. A new beginning. Start with yoga yeah. on the mat every day, and um, even yeah. painted a, a part of the house. So, it's a new beginning.
0: So. And so here we have it, you know. I mean, by intention, perhaps, or if not by intention, then by universal synchronicity to support you on this opening. You know, I mean, we can think that the West had its start of the year in January 1st, but could have had ups and downs there. And in my life, I've had a chance to be able to recognize that hey, I'll take all new beginnings in different cultures in different areas have their start of the new year in different calendar from the Western calendar. So it's kind of fun to have, like I said, the fact that the Chinese New Year is starting today. While I film out of Thailand, in America, the Chinese New Year is not that much of a big deal. I mean, I think maybe we know about it a little bit just because of the internet. But here in Thailand, that the country is Thai, but the Chinese influence is extremely heavy. So the Chinese New Year is considered to be as important as the Thai New Year. A lot of people went to the temple today. The market yesterday was beaming with people buying fruits and flowers to do their offerings today.
1: Oh, wow. Just in Holland, we are not so aware of the Chinese New Year. For a
0: lot of people, aren't I? Didn't know Correct. But first day of New Year for Chinese people. Right, See, so um, the, the I believe that its actual start is on the new moon tomorrow, and then the big hoopla of why everyone went to the temples today is so that they could leave town tomorrow and go on vacation, mm-hmm. but nonetheless. <laughs> um, as we kickstart the retreat we can borrow on that energy and as and, and we'll see how it affects us and then especially since you mentioned the stanga you know the stanga practice tries to have us become conscious of the celestial world meaning the fact that there are stars and that we are on a planet that seems so important to us living here but it's minuscule in comparison to the things around us. And the way Ashtanga tries to make us become aware of the bigger picture is through the moon base where we're not practicing. So in the beginning, it's just a way of, oh, I have a day off, or then as we got more interested, um, there is a reason, you know? And part of that reason is physical, the relationship of the moon and the body, the moon and water and then a deeper relationship is the fact that by recognizing when there's a full moon and a new moon we then look and and every time reminder take and not just we are trying to warm the up between what on, on this earth and the unconscious of the sun that is right there. I'm sorry, so, again, but I can't, it can't hear you.
1: Oh, okay. I'm sorry but I can't hear you
0: anymore can you hear me now yes now I hear you yes you oh, okay. I don't know what happened, you know, that's modern technology. So I'll repeat, I was, <laughs> I was referencing how the moon and the full moon, the new moon, remind us to look up and recognize that we are part of a larger universe. That the sun salutation, Surya Namaskar, also points us out every time we step on the map to acknowledge that there is a larger picture even though everyone likes to think of salutation as warming the body up, there that's that's just the first carrot so that you um, do it. You start the practice by doing that. But as you practice more regularly, then the Surya Namaskar is no longer about warming the body, but rather are you allowing your mind and body to merge, to recognize to pay attention that the universe is larger than the planet earth that the universe is larger than ourselves and by experiencing the relationship between the planets we can experience the relationship between one another and like you mentioned the social distancing is challenging that the loss of personal interaction can be felt right and yeah. so the same Like, did we pay attention to that relationship, right? Often we do not. I can't say that many people really try to picture the world, the big world, the sun and the moon. And very, very few people end up trying to recognize the relationship of each day of the week. So, But the same feeling that you have by the distance the social distance we experience now. Mm -hmm. So there is a feeling, right? Whether it's a feeling of loss or a feeling of despair or just the idea that having the contact with other people is nourishing. Yes. So is the idea that as you learn to feel the universe, like with the moon, can you feel that the new moon has an energetic feeling on the body and the full moon has a different energetic feeling?
1: Uh, yes, because when it's full moon, I have a feeling I cannot. Sleep, I I sleep lighter.
0: There you go. There you go. So a lot of people do say that, correct? Right. So we um, notice it in our sleep, and that's the first lesson, right? Go ahead. You also notice it. Do you begin to notice it in your practice, in your day life, outside of the sleep, or not yet?
1: Um. Uh, no, because um. Uh, when you were, uh, well, before Ashtanga, I didn't know anything about, well, no, yeah, obviously, I know there's a moon, but I wasn't aware of so much of the when there was a new moon or a full moon. I wasn't so much aware of it, um, but because of the practice and uh, you learning me, and as well as teachings of Chantal and Hus. and... Um, Oh wow, yes. So now I know I've written all the moon, new moon and uh, full moon. I've written in my, oh, like a western, like a western thing, like planning things. It's also in my in my book that uh, when it's full moon and new moon. And um, then it's nice noticing that you sometimes sleep lighter, but um, Uh, what is also told and what you are telling now that you notice it in your practice well I don't know now, not not at this moment so hopefully maybe when I'm more um, when I'm more experienced or when I'm practicing when I'm a little bit further in a few years hopefully I notice it then Because I know from Chantal that she noticed it. And um, well, maybe first it is when I started, it's also much about the poses for me. That it wasn't, oh, I can do this. Oh, wow. How fun would it be if I can do this? But now, so hopefully when I develop this awareness more, hopefully in the coming years, I can let the hunt for the poses a bit more more go. And then hopefully, this awareness has more space so that I can feel it more
0: also in my practice. Again, as Batavi Joyce points out, practice and all will come. And it's nothing wrong with the carrot of the asanas, that is the modern approach of Ashtanga, let's start with the poses, let's get you to come back and do the poses. And as you become aware of the body in the poses, then yes, there is these poses out there for the person to look towards. Um, And a good teacher, hopefully, then balances between the desire for poses. Because at some point, you get older, and, and especially if you've been doing if you have a if you have a um an older teacher or that has been doing ashtanga or any yoga practice for a long period then you at least have the immediate ability of having someone to tell you it's like okay enjoy hunting the poses but then they're there to show you look i did the poses and now i am whatever age i am and I can't do it anymore. So if you want to, if you think that it's about the pose, then at some point you will get disappointed. And then that disappointment will lead you to stop practice. And so there is that playfulness that each teacher and each practitioner has to develop. But as we mentioned, outside of yoga teachers, the Ashtanga practice, unlike other practices, has embedded within it, you got to take this day off. Now, I know a lot of practitioners that don't care, but then it is about, okay, well, then something about the larger picture of yoga seems to be missing, since you don't care. It's like, oh, Monday, who cares? And then you're losing the ability of refining that awareness. That. wait but if you start to pay attention to the effect of the moon and you start to pay attention to the effect of sun salutation not as just oh I'm getting warm and then within Ashtanga as I was like connecting Ashtanga also has the relationship of the days of the week Yes, I think a lot of that is lost sometime um, in the younger generation but uh, the older generation that was aware it's like well it's, you don't get a pose on certain days of the week um, and then and then so that that tickles the interest oh, like, why said, can I not you do you do uh this is also
1: t- well, you also well you're now speaking about Saturday
0: but you also said no, some of the poses
1: is... you do not do on certain days is that
0: well the, so uh, correct so so day off days off you're right days off Saturday is a day off yeah the new school with sharat likes to make it on sunday but that's not nor here nor there um but poses let's say you are practicing and you you can get another pose yeah there is certain days of the week that you will not be given another pose even though right. you might be ready for it yeah you don't get poses on certain days really because oh, wow. yeah what kind of days then? You do not get a yoga pose on Tuesday and Thursday. Why? Tuesday is because it's governed by the planet Mars, which is rather a uh, fighty kind of a planet. So on Tuesdays, unlike the popularity of Garfield, Monday is not the challenging day of the week, it's Tuesday. It's on Tuesdays that if you really start to develop and pay attention, you're more fighting with the world. You tend to be resistance. You have, you have arguments more. Um, you have this resistance. So on Tuesday, that is the influence of the planet Mars that has this fiery influence.
1: Oh, yeah. So
0: you don't get another pose. And then Thursday is the influence of Jupiter. And even though Jupiter is a is a rather uplifting, it's a rather connecting planet, mm-hmm. it makes you conscious of your higher self. Mm-hmm. So there's no reason to kind of play up on that ego oh. and take another pose.
1: Okay, okay. Oh wow.
0: Wednesday, which is governed, Wednesday is governed by Mercury, and that's more of a of a messenger so you're getting messages and Monday is governed by the moon and the moon is a reflection so those two days is days you're giving new poses sometimes you get a new pose on Sunday but that's also rare but it's not a day you don't get poses it's just Sunday is governed by the sun and it's and it's once you pass the first series, and you can take the second series, then Sunday is The second series day. Okay. So as you build, as you build to getting the next series, then that's where you get another pose. So on Sunday you'll get a pose, but once you once you have all the poses for second series, then Sunday is for second series. And Friday, which is governed by Venus, the planet Venus, you start first series. So everyone practices the first series. That's the idea. So let's say you are very advanced. Well, there's no reason for you to get another pose if you're working on fifth series or sixth series on Friday, since it is a primary Siri day. So it's not that there is no poses given on those days. You might get new poses, but mm-hmm. they have those influence, and they within those influence, there's that other pose idea throughout the week
1: oh wow okay okay i didn't know that well yeah in order to learn all these things if you go to a regular class in the rest there's no no you don't
0: you don't learn them like that
1: no because the class starts at eight well you have to before class you have to cook dinner um make sure the children make their homework and then at half past 8 you you got your yoga mat you go to class you do the yoga from 8 to 9 i don't know and then after that it's just just leave if you want to know all these things then you have um, then you need uh, also time for theory for sort of oh, for, well,
0: for i mean 99. i mean it might be nice but the theory is in the veda so but as Patabi joyce points out again we're sticking to ashtanga so the ashtanga practice is not a class the ashtanga practice is a practice and because it's a practice meaning show up and i will tell you the pose and watch you and hopefully you do the pose with awareness Mm -hmm. and then then you're ready for another pose and then you're ready for another pose but there's a lot of personal responsibility, and what I experience now, and I'm very lucky that my first teacher came as the very first student to teach from Patabi Joyce. Or if you were going to India and your teacher was Patabi Joyce, who was who was much older and started practice at eleven. So when that's your teacher, when you come to Ashtanga, which is a practice, not, oh, I'm going to class today. Let me get my shirt. Let me get my yoga mat, my bottle of water. Let me see my friends. Oh, yeah. Oh, great. Oh, hi, teacher. Thank you. Oh, you talk and I'll follow. That's modern yoga. And there's nothing wrong with it. But sadly, it, it loses all that dimension that we just talked about. So it's nice to think of Ashtanga because at least the Ashtanga has this playfulness in it and if you practice ashtanga then it is about okay it's a morning practice if you can't make it in the morning well then then you're learning it on the internet which is so available but then again you're losing on what we just talked about Mm -hmm. so when you are showing up to a teacher and if your teacher is an advanced teacher and again i'm not putting anyone down here But we have a lot of teachers these days that just step and teach. Now, there's something beautiful about that because it's accessible for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. But there's also something that lacks. So if your teacher was someone who didn't spend time with an advanced teacher, Mm -hmm. and spent enough time to realize that if I spend a year with my teacher and supposedly I progress, then hey, how come I'm not getting a pose today? I thought I I thought I'm progressing, and then the teacher will say, well, today is Tuesday, you don't get poses on Tuesday.
1: Mm, yeah,
0: okay. And oh, how come we do primary Siri on Friday because it's Friday, it's primary Siri day. Ah, yeah, okay. And and so that, um, sadly. Uh, having, having seen Ashtanga in the last 20 years there's a lot of that that's gone in the younger generation so I feel very lucky that my teachers are the older generation and I feel sad for the younger generation and I will call out Sharat in this video because I don't think that he's staying true to these principles like his grandfather did And it's more about the showmanship and the money. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And the bigger idea of, oh, I'm the guru because I can sit and talk philosophy. As opposed to the practicality of day-to-day. How much awareness did you develop? Can you feel the difference between a day off on Sunday and a day off on Saturday? There is a feeling difference. Saturday is governed by the planet Saturn. And the planet Saturn is the slowest and oldest of all of the planets. So it inherently already has an energy in the world compared to Sunday, which is governed by the sun. The sun is bright and travels every day through the houses. So there is a different energy to Sunday than Saturday. There's a different energy to Friday. There's a different energy to Thursday. And that that that's subtle, it's a very subtle awareness development on the on the energy that exists in the world. And unless someone will try to make you aware of it, intellectually, maybe like in this conversation. And then and then over time, actually, no, you can feel it. It's like it's like when we do yin in a little bit. If you've never done yin, that's okay. But after you do yin for a while, you will begin to feel that there is a movement of energy in your body.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, the nadis, to go back to yoga rather than Chinese philosophy, the nadis, the energy lines in the body, they are not, they're not scientific. You can't cut the body and see these lines of energy. is why we don't talk about them in Western medicine. But they exist and they affect us. But if we don't develop that subtle application of awareness then how will we develop it? And in order to develop it it can't be so external since it's not external it's something internal. And so again within Ashtanga we have the locks the locks are the beginning of helping you feel that there is energy in the body yeah. and while a very good teacher can easily see if you're engaging the locks or not um, it is still a while before each individual practitioner will both feel the locks but then feel their effect on the body
1: Gabe, can I ask you what do you mean by locks exactly
0: what, what the, the bandas okay
1: okay yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. so, so yes that, that, uh, that's great that you asked it because I use the English if I use the Sanskrit so the bandhas the Mula Bandha, Bandha, Um again each and every one of us that's our responsibility same with the Ujjayi breath. so while Ashtanga starts with the body um, and if, you, if we're seeking poses and our teachers are helping us get poses but they're not helping us feel. Wait, your inhale and exhale are not matching right now. Yeah. Your inhale right now was shorter than your exhale right now, which means that you're struggling, that you're holding, that you're suffering. Yeah. Um, your exhale was much longer. Uh, why? So these, these applications of awareness yeah. um, is something that uh, we need to pay attention to that. That again, if 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 Ashtanga if is started with, okay, let me see you do Surya Namaskar A. Let me see you do Sun A. Let me see your inhale, arms up. Let me see your exhale. Oh wait, it's not the same. Um, let me see your inhale, head up. Oh wait, you're holding the breath to jump back. Why are you holding your breath? So there's no reason to learn Surya Namaskara B yet because we don't have that relaxation, we don't have that connection. Yeah, but Gabe,
1: there's a lot of people who cannot come who will never come by. <laughs> then they have to stick to Surya Namaskara A all the
0: time. I said it was all. I said There's no you should be able to match breath and movement within a couple of days. So and then, yes, if you're not coming back, so for instance, the first month, if you didn't do Ashtanga, your job was to sit and watch. And if you found that boring, then fantastic. I don't need to worry about you. I'm glad you didn't come back. Yoga is not for you. You're too lazy. Okay. <laughs> and I know, and again, I mean, this, this is an opening for retreat. Again, every person needs to Again, notice how that's a personal responsibility to decide: Am I lazy? Am I over eager? And if these are my, if these two are my personality, then, 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 okay. At, at what point will you grow beyond the personality? Because if the laziness and you makes you go to other classes that feed you this excitement, then, then. Oh, let's talk in 10 years and you know the average person isn't doing yoga after 10 years no it's true yeah and so and so yoga didn't so yoga wasn't uh, a practice for life yoga was just another oh great another fad oh, okay so it's a good exercise okay so okay. if yoga is an exercise then okay conversation's over enjoy it's a good exercise it is But our conversation was about awareness and not exercise. Yeah. Yeah. Our conversation was about noticing um, the effects. So as you just discovered, catastrophe makes us aware of some effects, like what? Social distancing. There's an effect. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: And if I have, if we have this non, we have this practice. We have this appreciation that what yoga gives us this ability to pay attention to notice the effects of day-to-day life. Some days are harder, some days are not. The moon, the Mercury, Mars, they affect us. This situation affects us. But then it also wants to remind us that, wait, are you looking, did you lose the ability to find the place inside that is calm? The place inside that is of love. The place inside that's of peace. And if you're bothered by the external and you can't find the place inside, then you need to practice better. And if practicing better is getting more poses, well, that's not going to help you find that place inside. That's right. And loving ourselves in this, this retreat is about, oh, reminding ourselves that the real yoga practice is about the inner discovery that is accessible through the body since we're choosing the map. We could, we could have done yoga through chanting. We could have done yoga through, uh, Patanjali describes it, which there is no poses. The first, the first method he offers is yoga is to quiet the mind. <laughs> Oh, that seems too hard. Oh, okay. Then chant OM. That's the next method. Oh, that seems weird. Okay. Not follow your breath. That's not what he's pointing. But rather, enjoy the pauses that happen after each breath. Find that. And these are all described in the first book. And only later he comes to this eighth path, which notice how we go from something simple, just just quiet your mind. Oh, oh wow, that's hard. Okay, I get it. I get it. So chant om. Oh, that's weird. Because I'm in the west. No, no, in the east, om is is a wonderful reflection to who Shiva, Brahma, and Vishnu are. And so if that's a little too esoteric, then okay. Did you realize that there's a pause? It's at the top of the inhale. And there's a pause at the top of the exhale. So just just use that. Be there with a pause. But that seems too hard, also. So then it's like, you know what? Here you go. Here's here's a bigger blueprint. Because so now you got a lot of things you can do. So now you can check up, you can check off. Yamas. Did like, I lie? Like
1: he like to Did do I, yes.
0: Okay. Right, right, exactly. So Patanjali was aware, you know, he 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 knew that. The human mentality needs the checkup, but he starts with the simple, and then he gives us a bigger list. Of yamas,
1: yeah, but sometimes it's also but sometimes you also have to feel things. It's not like sometimes you read things, you read stuff, you think okay, I think I get it, but after a few months you discover, huh, I didn't get it at all. Like this that. It's not about the poses, and it's all about what you just said. When I damaged my back, I thought, God, and now, in all this social distancing, I, I use my practice this is the only thing I really like. I need it in the morning. Why is this happening? So it made me sort of angry or frustrated. But... Um, Um, after talking to you and Chantal and okay okay it's not about the poses it's to come on the mat with what they're with um, who things with who things with who how things are and not like oh I can't do this pose so (laughs) I have to do it no you can do the poses um, how it fits that day and how it fits your body that day and in that moment, just as it is in life. It isn't always um, it isn't so it isn't how things are now in Holland. It isn't the way I want it, but it's the way I have to deal with. And if I can deal with it on a the mat, then I maybe can deal with it in life as well.
0: Exactly. And that's what the mat, and that's what A yoga practice offers us, can I find the place of peace? Yes. And how do you find it? By realizing, oh, why is it that yesterday I could do it and today I can't? Yeah. Yeah. And again, like that's the maturity. Like it's no different than a child. That's where the yoga practice allows us. And that's why I try to mention, you know, a child will be able to learn the benefits of responsibility by adults. Sadly, most adults are still children, so that's a different subject. Um, But a teacher who gets older and has that understanding, because not everyone has it, so depending on the teacher. But if you have a teacher, and again, Patabi Joyce, and again, I'm just going to use these figures, he didn't do any more poses till after he was 60. There's a reason he was asked not to practice asana anymore. And so you never saw him practice asana. And yet, he always practiced yoga. Yeah. And so, here's a person who's able to help others. Okay, well. And so then, when a teacher who's 19 and can do everything, but then when you meet them when they're 60, and then they're honest, it's like, oh! I was 19, I could do everything. I'm 60 now, and I can't. So then, they're able to help you or help the practitioner, the student, yeah. to appreciate, oh, oh yeah, today you can, not that's okay. One day you won't be able to. Yeah. And if the practice is just about being able to do the pose, then let me help you. That's why I'm your teacher kind of, or that's why, where it's like, oh, but the practice is about something deeper than that. Yeah. And yeah. as you, the practitioner, find it, like you just said, if you learn to find, wow, I can still be at peace even though something changed. Then I might be able to be at peace when I'm not on the map.
1: But it takes time. It's not like then I was frustrated. But now, okay. Now I got it back.
0: Right. I mean, yeah. We're a human being. uh, Practice is Practice is not the perfection of achieving, but practice is the reminding of ourselves when we are falling. Yeah. Yeah. The joke from Osho to wrap up before we get ready for Yin. A man falls out of an airplane, but fortunately, he has a parachute. Unfortunately, the parachute doesn't open. Fortunately, Where he's about to land is a very big stack of hay. Unfortunately, there is a stick of a a pitchfork. And it's stuck upside down with a pitchfork facing upward in the middle of the haystack. Fortunately, the man misses the pitchfork. But unfortunately, he also missed the haystack. And the intention there is to remind ourselves that life is a series of fortunate moments and unfortunate moments. And the desire, this innate desire that everything should be fortunate is an incorrect desire. There's an imbalance in the universe. So rather than seeking that every moment would be fortunate, it's the ability to, hey, when your life is fortunate, celebrate it, enjoy it. There is a deeper calmness when everything is going our way. But when life becomes unfortunate, that's when we should meditate. And this weekend to to lead with, with this idea that what you're seeking, Valentine, is not outside. It's not in the other person gandhi said love yourself first then you can love another and yoga points out well love is inside how often do we look inside to find it but when you we find it inside if i can find it and you can find it then there is one other yeah. but the responsibility is on us to find it inside rather than to go look for it out
1: rather to buy a new dress and like it.
0: So yoga practice as we approach it this weekend is about that perception of looking in and finding it inside and that's why for me i find a tremendous value with the yin yoga practice as much as it has a benefit physically and it, it can open us up to feeling the energy and we might raise that subject up but for today we'll raise that idea that the quietness that meditativeness that we are offered in the yin practice is allowing us to face the challenge of the body and the posture and the discovery of the peace that is available in holding the pose for that time and our mind can race and our heart can race and the body can race But can we we just stay? And that's what we will bring to you.
1: And accept things how they are. And accept things as they are. Okay.
0: No. It's raining outside. Sitting at home and being upset about it isn't affecting the rain. (laughs) It's only affecting you. (laughs)
1: Yeah,
0: that's true. <laughs> the one thing we do have control of is how we feel. Yeah. And of course, of course, things can hurt us, and we can have pain. And so this is not about ignoring the consequences that can happen, but the reminder of that we don't have to be swept like we are in the Western world. Yes, and that' it's
1: just dramatic sometimes.
0: Right. Well, sadly, the internet, as beautiful as it is, is a little bit too of an easy um, accessibility for that um, self-indulging yeah oh i don 't like me they don't like me i didn't get that i 'm upset with you. the Donald Trump aspect and yes, again, it is what it is, and it's probably always been that way i mean yoga yoga today is available, and you can jump on Google and you can read anything you want and you can do poses. but we should remind ourselves that Patanjali sutras are written in such a way that They're not that easy to understand and they were designed to be that way so that you would study with a person but how many people understood it and the idea there was yes most of humanity isn't ready for you as much as it's so easily available and as you discovered in this conversation you're right most of us are more interested in oh wow great i can now make a nice instagram picture look at me yeah. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. Yeah. As opposed to, wow, look at that sense of calm I'm finding. And I'm going to come back to the yoga mat. Yeah. And I do yoga not because I'm going to get healthy and not because I'm going to get stronger and not because I'm going to do more poses. And as much as that's nice right now yeah. and keep doing it, but I keep doing the yoga because. I'm reminded and how easily I get upset in traffic. Yeah. How easily my child makes me angry. Yeah. How fast I want to kill my husband or wife.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, was right. Um, yeah. And not be Some... so mad when you recognize it. You don't have to at yourself, is it? You just have to feel, oh, I was too mad. But I'm starting now, I know
0: now, so, okay, yeah. Exactly, and it's a daily thing like we do on the mat. That's why the mat, like, oh, wow. And that's where to finish the moon. As the full moon happens, you feel a lot more energy in your body. If you really pay attention, that, that from the new moon that starts tomorrow, as the two weeks up to the full moon, it, you feel so energetic, hmm. there's freedom. And suddenly, the two weeks after, they're, like, they're dragging, especially by the time you get to the new moon. There's pain, you, you find yourself struggling to get up and then it goes back again. There's this up and down, up and down, like the waves of the ocean.
1: Yeah. Like the tides, yeah, okay.
0: And and we don't feel it and for a while, I mean, for years. But at some point, when, when we get that sensation or we become interested and then we we're able to ask questions and then we we're able to speak with other individuals that paid attention to that. And then we're seeing, oh, I'm not the only one experiencing.
1: Yes. And if you know it, then you also know that it's Um, that those days go by and that there are days that you feel more anxious.
0: Exactly. Okay. So, I'm hoping this introduction served you and served anyone who's watching the replay.